to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? I'm Molly. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 75. Episode 75. It's Jurassic oh. Park. I knew that. It's I will, a massive pack. I'll let you do it. Go what on. What could possibly go wrong? Everyone oh, you're doing the full gets thing. killed except the great Sam Neill. Who's obsessed? Who's obsessed? Who's obsessed? Who's obsessed? Who's obsessed? They evolved into birds. My toes are curling right now. <laughs> You've got to do it. It's it's the Jurassic Park theme tune. So if you haven't already guessed, we're doing Episode Jaws two. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I have, it's such I, a good film. I, have not, I did not realise until I watched it yesterday how long ago it's been since I've watched this film. I'm talking absolute fucking years since I've watched it. Yeah, it has been a long uh, time. To the point where I didn't even remember the storyline, like, at all. Well, I say at all, I knew bits of it. I knew... So I thought the kids in the film were the couple's kids. Oh. I didn't think it was... This is how long it's been. I probably haven't watched it since it's, since we've been at Nana's, because she used to have it on VHS, didn't she? It was Grandma that had it on VHS. Nana had it in that spare room as well, I remember yeah, seeing it. Yeah, I think she, she, she did. Had, she had it the first and the second one. But it was Grandma that we watched it out a lot. So, and you know, she's been dead for like 10 years, so yeah, yeah, I've never watched it as an adult, I know that for a fact. I think I have, but I, I just love dinosaurs. The film, the film is good, it, I did enjoy the film. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so, that's some, the sound of my voice that makes it sound like there's butts to it. It is a really good film, it's, it's a good watch. Like, this film is my like part of my childhood, like, I watched it all yeah. the time, and I've never re- it's interesting because I never really had like a passion for dinosaurs as a kid. I had a couple of books and stuff, but I definitely think it's fueled my interest yeah. as I've gotten older in dinosaurs. I if I was not a teacher, my ideal job, you know, obviously a part if we weren't talking like actress or something like that, would be a paleontologist. would be a paleontologist. Yeah. I I love dinosaurs. I love dinosaur bones. I love fossils. I just think they're so interesting. God, I'm such a geek. But yeah, uh, I thought I was going to do everybody a favor like Oliver didn't do with Would You Rather and be like, all right, it's on Amazon Prime, it's fine, I've seen it on Amazon Prime. Fuck me, did I go to watch it the other day? And I was like, where the fuck is it? I went to about 200,000 pop-ups to watch this You story. know, normally, I I, I I wouldn't mind renting it. Not, And I'm being genuinely serious. Oliver rents films. Parent, <laughs> like I'm doing the air quotes here. But I genuinely do rent the films from Amazon Prime. And that's not because I'm a good person, it's because I really can't be asked looking for it online. But I couldn't find this one to rent and only YouTube and Amazon offered to buy it mm. and that was seven ninety nine. and I'm sorry but I'm not paying yeah. seven ninety nine for Jurassic Park so yeah I, I'm, I'm sorry that it wasn't on Netflix or it's right. most of the ones that we, even the ones that you rent I never think to check if you've rented them I'll just, I'll just find them anyway yeah I don't mind renting them if it's £2.50 then I don't mind doing that but if it's only an option to buy it then no yeah. it's not happening so let's let's hit it off for just, just to let you know about how far away, it's, well, how, how long it was since I watched this film last, I thought the opening scene was that fat guy, and I thought the fat guy got stuck in the toilet, and that's when the T-Rex ate him. Oh, so that, that's, that's, that's how, a long time that's, ago. That's like, 
for me to think that's how this story unfolded, that was the opening scene, just shows how fucking long it's been since I watched this film. Yeah, it's um, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I I knew exactly what was happening. Like I, there was there was no surprise to me. I didn't forget anything. Yeah. So let's start it off from the very beginning. So there's workers and a, a men standing with tranquilizers and guns and things like that, and something's being carted over in this on this island. Uh, a guy gets absolutely ravaged by what's in the crate. And you do see like glimpses from like the crate box that it's a dinosaur. Yeah. And I feel so bad. Like, and as a kid, and it, it's sort of the same thing with Jaws. Like, as a kid, you think, oh my God, that shark's so scary. Those dinosaurs are awful. I'd hate to be caught in them. But actually, dinosaurs aren't the enemy. Yeah. It's yeah. humans that are the antagonists in this film. It's the humans that are the villains. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, as a child, you do get a really different perception yeah, of what this film is about compared to adults because, oh my God, when they were shocking that dinosaur, I felt so yeah, it's, bad it's, for it. Bear in mind, dinosaurs are... So the premise of the film, if you haven't seen it, which I'd imagine the vast majority of people would have watched it, um, there's a, an entrepreneur who... A Scottish entrepreneur, I think he, I think he says he's come from Scotland, Scottish, but I think he's well. He came. He came. He was in Scotland. Yeah. He don't have a Scottish accent. You're right. He. Uh, I was like, over it. Are we watching? I'm sure he film? says we come from. <laughs> I've come from Scotland. I don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention. But he, basically, what they've done is they've found a way to genetically reintroduce dinosaurs into the world, and they've done that by um, mosquitoes that was like not frozen, but taken off my nose, preserved in tree sap. Uh, and that the, the mosquitoes obviously still had the blood from sucking dinosaurs blood in them and that's how they genetically modified this DNA to make dinosaurs again yeah so yeah you're right like the way it, it's kind of, so dinosaurs were bro- when they were last around the, there was no such thing as fucking confinement or it was just their land it, like the, and even they had no today, boundaries yeah even animals today you could argue they're used to like being enclosed in houses in spaces do you know what I mean whereas these so for them to be trapped in that cage and being fucking prodded at with tasers, yeah. it's it, it was like, like that. That was one of my first notes. Is humans are the real monsters, and they end up shooting a daughter, shooting a dinosaur. They do, but by the same point, they say that animals aren't used to it. Like that species wouldn't know any different because it had been in captivity all its life. Yeah, but it's it's. But I get what you it's, mean. It's, it's instinct, like it's yeah. certain like cats, for example, house cats aren't aren't born with like a wildlife instinct because they're used to being like that. Their evolution, they're like history is yeah. being pet. Trouble with the connection. Please try again in a moment. What the <laughs> fuck? Siri wants to join in. We must have said say hey Siri somewhere on it. We definitely didn't. Here we go. It's again. going again now. No, we've got it. <laughs> Shit. <Shit. laughs> I'm leaving it in just for shits and gigs. I wonder if it yeah it definitely picked it up, didn't it? I don't know if it recorded that but it seemed to have done. Yeah, fuck it, it'll be alright. So what was on about? We're on about yeah, so so like leopards and stuff. Even though they're cat uh, cows, they're definitely not. Even though they're a cat, a, a, like a type of cat. <laughs> even though they're cows, <laughs> it's in their it's in their nature to be out and hunt. So it's mm. it's it's instinct, isn't it? It's like why there's so many accidents happen in captivity when they like see horror videos from. It's normally pretty like sketchy zoos and sketchy parts of yeah. different countries. Yeah, and it's it's because they're not supposed to be confined. It's not it's not in the nature. They're not they're not supposed to be in a small space. 
So a lawyer comes in and he comes to the park and explains that there's a lot of insurance issues and in order for the park to open and for them to give this insurance and for it to be given the okay to sort of open to the public, they want Dr. Alan Grant to visit. So he's like a big dinosaur guy. He's into archaeology, he's a paleontologist and he's good at what he does. And at that point, it cuts to an archaeological site with Ellie and Alan. So these are our two main protagonists. Can I just say, I find it weird that an insurance company would would let him pick who he brings out to justify whether or not. Like, I thought, if I, if I was a... Um, well, it's investors, isn't it? That's who we're trying to convince. Yeah. If I was an investor, I'd want to pick someone who I thought would be deemed fit to give a non-biased opinion. They do. They, he says they want Alan Grant. Do they? The lawyer says it, yeah. Oh, right. They want a testimonial from Alan Grant. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, they do say it. So, a kid gets sassy towards Alan, Dr. Alan, and he basically tells the kid that a dinosaur will gut you and start eating you while you're still alive. And I was just like, that's how you deal with kids. That's what you say to them to shut them up. A helicopter comes in and pretty much ruins their hard work because obviously they're at this archaeological site and they've got dust everywhere and like they're unearthing these bones that have been trapped in the ground for thousands and millions and whatever of years and uh, this helicopter ruins it all needlessly uh, Dr Alan Grant goes to the trailer and it cuts to Dr Richard Hammond who, uh, Richard? No it's not Richard, because his name's Richard Attenborough in real life, <laughs> his name's Dr John Hammond in the film, or John Hammond I don't know who it is and he's arrived and he's their contributor, so he fought. Is Richard Hammond not the one off fucking Top Gear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't remember seeing him in the film. Richard Attenborough is the actor and John Richard Hammond, Hammond is, is, a, is a presenter for Brainiac and Top yeah, Gear. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Thank you. <laughs> if I didn't feel a twat already, <clears throat> I definitely feel that one now. So he is their contributor, which means he funds their archaeological dig. And he's arrived and he says that he owns an island and he wants to open a park there and he wants those two to visit in order to get their sort of go-ahead to do so. And Dr. Allen's sort of like, oh, no, we've got a lot to do here. And he's like, well, it'll mean that I fund your trip. And he's like, well... And then he's like, for the next three years. And they're buzzing because it takes... It's a lot of... It takes a lot to get an investor to fund an archaeological dig. The, the problem is, though, is... John, I think, what, what, did John mean that? Because he knows deep down that no one's going to be fucking bothered about dinosaur bones when dinosaurs are now about again. So would he have funded that? It'd have been pointless. Yeah, that's quite a good point, actually. I didn't pick up on that. So it's the idea that he knew for a fact that those bones would be worth nothing. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't get people fossilising fucking chicken bones, though, do you? Because they're still about. Like, when, once something's extinct, that's when the demand for wanting to see about it yeah. comes into place. I just, dinosaurs got, got brought back. I just got the mad image of, like... An archaeological dig standing outside KFC, <laughs> dusting off these fucking chicken bones. But yeah, it it is pretty shitty on his. What behalf. do you What do you think about John as a character? I I really liked him. I think he had such good intentions. Yeah, just, I like him, but I feel like he just he fucked with no, nature. No human in the world that like they quoted it. They quoted it throughout the film a couple of times, where essentially. So essentially, John's got like the power to, the, the, like the, the 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 say like there's a reason why things go extinct, and that's because the nature, na- is, nature is selected it to go extinct. So what what you're essentially fucking with is the is nature. You're getting one up on nature. You're like going against like the way of the world, how things are just supposed to be, mm-hmm. and like 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 they say in the film, like that that's just too much power for one person. No no person, no matter how smart. 
could, could have the power to, or should have the power to be able to bring into a, bring a species back from extinction, extinction, let alone fucking dinosaurs. See, what I enjoyed about this film as well, and I just want to bring it up now because it does get briefly mentioned later on and I actually actually changed what I said. So I said I love how Alan and Ellie are not romantically involved. Now, they are romantically involved because he says it later on to Dr. Malcolm. However, in this film, that is not the premise of the film. There's not in the middle of a T-Rex attack some yeah. magic kiss. Like, for those next, like, two hours... They're, they're in shit and they're apart for most of it and even at the end there's no there's no kissing there's no like romantic like will you marry me so, yeah, just, and it don't it, fit it, with the it's, characters it's about the dinosaurs which, it is, is. which is what I think what makes it a standout film and in the third one because this is why I didn't think they were romantically involved she has a family but it's not with him mm. so she's she's moved on but yeah. apparently in Jurassic World 3 they've brought back those two characters so they've brought them into the series and they are kissing Oh, right. So I, I don't know how they're going to work that, but I am looking forward to seeing it. Unfortunately, because of positive COVID tests, it's been pulled back to 2022 now. Also, can I just ask, you know the fat guy who messes everything up? Uh, yeah, He's not John's son, is he? No. But John does call him son at one point. Yeah. But I was, I think I was taking a note and I heard son. And I no, was I like, don't think it's I was like, son. what the fuck? I was like, is that his son? But I think it might just be his, his lingo, yeah. like calling him son. Yeah. So they cut to Costa Rica. So speaking of Dennis, we'll go there now. Uh, a guy, a random guy, comes in with embryos, and he's planning to steal the dinosaur DNA to catch up with research. Yeah. And they're going to do that through the IT guy Dennis, and he's going to steal the embryos, put them in the shaving foam can, and then send them over, yeah. and he'll get a large sum of money for it. And it's you know it'll pretty yeah. much have settled in for life. And as a kid, I never understood this part of the film. I, didn't understand, I never understood what yeah, was going on. Yeah, I didn't on. understand what Dennis was doing wrong. This is what I'm saying. It's been that long since I've watched like, it. I didn't I, actually know what Dennis I, was doing. I knew he hacked the system, but I didn't know why he hacked the system. Yeah. So actually, looking at it now as an adult, I was like, oh shit, that's quite clever. And it does, like, it leads into a, it leads into the bigger plot because he has to override the yeah. system for it to do it. So I was... It's a bit, it's a bit of a weak one in the sense where, like, there's no, like, how was Dennis ever planning to get away with it? Like, once some embryos are missing, the, the, the fucking park is covered in cameras. Like, it was always going to get caught. So I didn't really get his, I didn't really get his logistics behind how he thought he was going to get away with that scheme. But it wasn't really important. It, that was, that was just Dennis was essentially a reason for the park to be run riot. Like. Shutting down the system. Well, do you think he preempted the storm? I don't think so. Because I don't think he would. Yeah, found, they only found out about it on the day, didn't they? The, that the threw him off, I think. Because yeah, but, yeah, but even, even say he gets away with it right in that in that eighteen minute window or whatever he had, he goes, drops the embryos, embryos off, comes back, sits back in his chair, his whole system online, blah blah blah. They notice the embryos missing. Oh no, what's happened? Oh, we'll, we'll just check the cameras and they'll see that it was him. Well, I don't think he was gonna come back. Oh, do you not? I think he was gonna run with the money. Uh. And then never be seen again. What they must have been doing was legal anyway. Surely if you invented... Say if you found a way to bring back dinosaurs, surely that's got to be fucking legislated by someone. Like, you can't just start growing dinosaurs in your backyard. Well, no, because you, you don't have to... Like, there's, there's plenty of species that we don't know about in the world. I know, but I just feel like you, you, couldn't, you couldn't just do that. Like, there'd be definitely criminal charges if you started making fucking dinosaurs. Well, somebody would have to legislate it because you couldn't fund it yourself. And it, to be it fair, it's in Costa Rica. So and he's bought not, the it's island. Not, it's it's his laws, island. Yeah. It's not like it's even... Like remotely, there's, there's not a police force. Or yeah. yeah, there's no. So it could possibly. maybe that's why it was set there. So mm. it, it sort of eradicated that plot hole. 
So we're, intru- uh, we're introduced to Dr. Malcolm. I'm going to refer to him as Jeff Goldblum throughout the whole thing because it's Jeff Goldblum. So if I ever say Dr. Malcolm, I mean Jeff Goldblum. And if I say Jeff Goldblum, I mean Dr. Malcolm. Uh, he starts by flirting with Ellie. And the bi- oh, it's just... The, when they start moving over, the soundtrack... The, even thinking about it, it gives me proper full-on goosebumps. Yeah. The soundtrack is the most beautiful soundtrack. And I would argue it's one of the best ever created for a movie. It's definitely one of the most iconic. It's incredible. It is, Everyone knows Jurassic Park. Yeah, and I, I said it, I, you know, and I'll say it again. I watched it yesterday, and that final bit with the T-Rex's roar and then the Jurassic Park noise coming out, like, I, I started crying. And I don't know why. You fucking cry at everything. No, it just... I, not a soundtrack. <laughs> like musicals where there's lyrics and stuff. Yes, I do cry. I'm not going to deny it. But like for a music to move me, that's You that's cry different. when the milkman drops off fucking cartons of milk in the Don't morning. Don't fucking get milkman. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, that's not real. Bring back milkman, milk by the way. <laughs> Would you be a milkman? No, I, I want a milkman. Do you, do you remember the little cars that you used to drive that were like glorified golf cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to get and he used to do orange we used, juice as well. Do, uh, um, Kathleen Avenue. Kathleen Avenue. Yeah, because one. Oliver... <laughs> Oliver, when he was a kid, used to put, he, he, he did it and got caught, he only did it the once, and he, you put butter all over everybody down the streets, milk bottles, and there were just a range of smash milk bottles, it was so funny. I didn't fucking remember that. Sounds like something Yeah, but you, your excuse was really weird, it was like, because I thought they had sausages for fingers, like that is literally what you said, you're only about four or five, but it was hilarious. So yeah, he's... Um, where did we go from Milkman? Yeah, the soundtrack. I just it takes a lot for music to mu- move me on its own, but that does, and I don't know why, because it's not an emotional soundtrack. It just really makes me feel emotional. Yeah. But their faces when they first see a dinosaur is one of the best scenes in history. Yeah, I just I, feel I, like I, it goes I, I down. That. It's, it's really well acted. The, that the the dinosaurs in this film are it's got the CGI looks very outdated, but it will do. It's an old film. Um, but when I was watching, I was like, for its time, it would have definitely been more than suffice. But now you look at that, it's good. But the the practical dinosaurs looked fucking insane. Like the mechanical dinosaurs looked unreal. I thought it was incredible. Like the like even now, it stands the test of time. I, d- I don't know. I think if that if it got brought out today, there'd be the well CGI. Jurassic World. You know, in comparison, yeah, it's, it's not bad CGI for its time. It's just outdated compared to what you see now. But the the make up for it with the fact that they use practical dinosaurs whenever they possibly can well i would like the t-rex looks fucking it does insane look unreal. but i wouldn't look and the uh, roar of the t-rex man it's fucking i've got some facts terrifying. about that later on but the actual so like the t-rex for instance like if i went into a cinema and like this was brought i know it's like a what if because it'll never happen but if i'd never seen jurassic park before and then it was brought out and i watched that film as it was I won't come out of there going, well, the CGI was shit. Yeah. Like, I, I I'd, I'd not notice. I'm, I'm nitpicking here, but the CGI just looked outdated. That, the, it, I and and to be so. fair, no, no, that, that scene where it is, a, is it the Stegosaurus, the really tall ones? Yeah. Them ones where you can see them walking across, they, it looks like see, the, I didn't the, think feet, it was that the bad. feet are even on the ground flat, like they're stuck up a bit. It, it just looks. A, I wasn't looking in that much detail, so maybe. You know what I'm like, CGI though. Yeah. But I'm, it's de- I'm definitely not saying it looks bad, and it looks, it looks good for the time frame it was in. It's just like you say, if you looked at the likes of Jurassic World now, but then I'd still rather watch something like this because I'd imagine Jurassic World don't use like mechanical dinosaurs when they can. It'll yeah. all be CGI. So I'd rather I'd rather 
make like you could tell the UCGI where they absolutely had to. Yeah, but like for instance, so like Sam Neill and Laura Dern, who play Alan and Ellie, they they hadn't they couldn't they weren't reacting to anything. There was nothing on the screen at that point. So for them to pull that off, like the first time you'd see a dying, can you imagine? Like you can't it, even it, imagine. It is good acting. They do look how you'd expect someone it's, to look. It's just incredible. But it goes through how they brought dinosaurs back. So you've said it already. Mosquitoes bite the dinosaurs. They get stuck in tree sap. This tree sap would harden. They find the tree sap, extract the blood, and bam, dinosaur DNA. Can I can I just say that that is a very like plausible. Uh, not not saying plausible as in it might be scientifically inaccurate, but to the average viewer, that that just seems like well yeah that that actually does make sense. Like it's it's a clever way to like you didn't want fucking. A meteor to come in and it contains a fucking dime. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some bullshit where it's like, no, it's actually, it might, it might not be scientifically accurate. To people who are scientists, it does actually sound like a plausible way to get dinosaurs back. I mean, back. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that once, you know, when when it, when it advances far enough and that's probably going to be too far, I dinosaur, dinosaurs aren't gone forever. I think they are. I don't, and there's a reason why I don't, but I will go to that in oh. fact later on. So they. But, uh, we we learn from Doctor. I think it's Doctor. I think it might be Doctor Wu. His name is. He says that um, the animals can't breed, and he says that they're all female, yeah. so they're not able to breed. So it's a controlled environment, so they can control the species. They can control how many there are, yeah. and like how simple it is to be able to do. And they watch the live birth of a raptor. And but Jeff Goldblum, who Dr. Malcolm is just like, now nah, you can't control that. And he says, Life finds a way, yeah. and it's so true. Yeah, like, it, it if something's true. going to happen, like, it, you know, you, you can't control the species, yeah. So, this, 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 though, is where I thought I got something wrong in the film, and I, I might maybe it's in the second one, I, I don't know, but I seem to think because when that egg hatches, the first thing it looks at is them. And the doctor says something like, oh, it trusts the first things mm, it sees. Bonds like, with them. So I thought at the end of the film, like when the velociraptors were all around them, I thought one of them was going to realise who it was and tell, basically tell the others to fuck off. That's Jurassic World. Is it, it happens. He holds them back like that and he's like, Blue, it's me. Right. And then... But I've never watched Jurassic World. Are you sure you haven't? I'm a million, trillion percent positive. Why have you not watched Jurassic World? It's fantastic. Because I'm, I'm just not that into dinosaurs. But it's, it's a good film. I know, but I, I haven't watched many a good film. You, you should watch if you watch Jurassic World. I watch The Dark Knight. That's that's a bad trade off because The Dark Knight is a better. Yeah, but you ever. might like <laughs> Jurassic World. I'm sure I will, but I just it's not one of them films. It's not a genre that I pick to watch. Like just no, but I just, just feel for like no reason. But the, but the second one's really sad because it's got a little. It's got like a Stegosaurus. That might be a. Well, don't tell me that. Yeah, but it's only the middle bit. It's only the beginning bit. But then, like a volcano erupts on the island, and they're trying to get the dinosaurs out. And as they're sailing away on the boat, one of the Brachiosauruses don't make it. And all you see in the clouds of smoke is its head going like that as it's as oh, face because I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> Not that you cry it much. I probably won't, I probably won't watch it then because I just, I don't like It's only that bit. I have actually <laughs> I don't like films. But yeah, it was really sad. Anyway, back to Jurassic Park. So, uh, Alan Grant is not happy that raptors are involved as soon as he says you've got raptors it, it's not like oh my god you've got raptors it's like now nah, there's something not right here yeah. he's not happy about it and they are vicious little fuckers they're intelligent i think that's why they said why they, they are very intelligent because they, 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 they adapt and like learn to like 
like they mentioned it throughout the film, it's trial and error what raptors are good at. They'll they'll yeah. learn from the mistakes and they'll test everything out once yeah. and then find it, the most appropriate way to do so. Well they were saying, weren't they, they were the fence is electrical and they were saying they would never go to the same spot yeah, twice. So they were testing it for weaknesses, yeah. which was very intelligent. So uh uh, the ra- so we've got the raptors he's not happy about it and then the next scene cuts to them dropping a bull into the mm. uh, thing which was also really yeah, sad it lowered them down sad. and then because the, it was it was meant I think it was meant for comedic really because you've got Dr. John Hammond mm. then saying uh, the chef's prepared a lovely meal yeah. <laughs> and this fucking bull's being lowered and then brought up and it's all bloody and ragged and stuff like that but there's another character who we saw right at the beginning called uh, Robert Muldoon. And he sort of seems like you're Indiana Jones type yeah. of character. And he's very sceptical about it. I don't really know what his role is in the park unless it's just I, to I control think, the I animals. I think he's a yeah. I, th- I think if, if this is the thing, if, if something like that was to unfold in real life, that, like these experts on dinosaurs, but only what... We haven't had the chance to see how dinosaurs acted. We, we know essentially fuck all about them. We just know their shapes and sizes. Yeah. And we can fathom what they probably acted like or what they probably tended to do. Whereas now, like, like, you go to a zoo and there's a fucking lion expert. And there's, do you know, there's experts yeah. on the animals because there's been years of studying on live animals, um, like how they live their lives. So at this point, no, no one in the world is a live dinosaur expert. So I think, like you said, it's just there to overwatch things. Yeah. So uh, Muldoon is really sceptical about the park and he thinks the dinosaurs are far more intelligent than they're making out to be, which does later become his undoing. Mm. And I love that scene, but we'll get onto it when we get onto it. I just want to say, this is one of the parts where I, I, like, I don't mind the character John. is is deluded, but I love how they didn't make him a money-motivated person because the investors sat there saying... We can charge two thousand yeah, dollars a day. Ten thousand like people pay, and he's like this. He for said, everyone. "He said this park was not only built for the super rich, which shows that his passion is in he's, showing the world." He's, I don't think it's in dinosaurs. His passion, but his passion is in like, l- like discovering, like the unknown. Yeah, like bringing, like bringing light to things that we never thought we'd be able to see. So he's not there, like thinking, "Oh, this is fucking cash money." He's actually quite. He actually says that like, there's no expense, no expense spared. Like he does everything how he thinks it should be done. Like, he's, he's not a bad guy, he's just not the smartest. But then Dr. Malcolm, who, he's really unhappy. So he's been portrayed as, like, the celebrity rock star type of character. And he's, you know, he's so cool and he's flirting with Ellie and stuff like that. But he's very unhappy with it. He doesn't like mm. the park at all. And he says it's almost abhorrent against nature. And he says dinosaurs had their shot and nature made a choice yeah. to unselect them. And so it's the idea that... There's, there's, a re- there's a reason that they're not, not around anymore. Yeah, and then they're interrupted because uh, Hammond's grandchildren arrive. And I was just like, shit me. Like, this guy is deluded, but not for the wrong reasons. He's deluded for the right reasons because he just wants to bring a little bit of wonder into people's lives. Mm. But he must have had absolute faith in that part to bring his own grandchildren there. The, I, I, the thing is, I don't think the part was built poorly. It's You've got to think that... It was the. It, it would was, have never happened if it wasn't for him, Dennis. If, yeah, if if he didn't shut the security down, but then at the same time, like, not to get all fucking geeky and stuff, but the fact that the island had, um, so that the, the, the only thing that stops them dinosaurs fucking ch- running riot is electricity mm. running through the fences to stop them just going where they please. 
So it is, it'd be absolutely essential. The one thing you have is backup power in case of a power cut at any point, which you obviously didn't fucking have. Like we have it at Steelworks, like you have diesel generators so that you get, like, I don't know, like two, three hours worth of power. Well, you, yeah, so things like that. But maybe that's just me nitpicky, but I just thought that surely there'd be some sort of backup system. And plus, all that power shouldn't be placed in one person's hand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You won't allow, there'd be a certain system you have to go through in order. It'd, it'd be more than just one person's decision to be able to shut the system down. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So they end up in line cars. So it's like an electric car. They go around on rails. Sort of like a bumper car, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's like a tram. For a, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I put about it. But yeah, it's a tram, but they're in two separate cars. And the, two, Jeep, the Jeeps just look so aesthetically pleasing as they well. They do. Like, I fucking love the look of the Jeeps. They play out in Jurassic World as well. They, yeah. Jurassic World's really good. I'm not like switching over again but quickly Jurassic World's really good because it doesn't it, it acknowledges Jurassic Park happened like it doesn't just Does try and skate over it yeah it's right. part of the timeline right. so they know a massive disaster happened in Jurassic Park they try and reopen the park right and that's that's the problem but they don't ignore that this ever happened yeah. it's it's a genuine thing so they're approaching a T-Rex paddock can I also add as well that the characters the children's characters when I was little, they really got on my nerves and I didn't like them. I really liked them as an adult when I watched. I thought they were very well played out. Yeah, there the, the was played well. And uh, also, the, I love the character arc because it's more... And it was done very cleverly. And it was, you know, maybe not really necessary to the plot, but it took us on Dr. Alan's journey from hating kids and not really having the time of day for them yeah. to him being the one that they're resting on asleep on the way back. And yeah. it, it was a really beautiful end to the end of the film and it, it showed a lot of character build from them and it gave him a character arc he's not just this hard guy who do, like don't care about anything or anyone he, he really just shows his true colors as he goes further along yeah so they're approaching the t-rex paddock they've already gone to see this other dinosaur that they can't see they can't see the t-rex paddock in the t-rex paddock either i, I don't get this bit like the Maybe I, I just missed it, but there's definitely like a sense in this part of the film where you're supposed to feel like something's not right. But at this point, everything was. But it made did the film try and make you feel like I, I didn't get it? Do you know? I, like they'd escaped or something. Yeah, like like, like there was planning something. Like there was a way, but that's that's deep blue sea territory. That shit. Mm -hmm. Like the dinosaurs are smart, but they're not overly smart to the point where it's you like that's, ridiculous. That's what they played in Jurassic World. They created a hybrid between I think it was a velociraptor and the t-rex and it was called the indominus rex and that one was fucking intelligent and yeah it was i think the one i think i have seen clips of it but the uh the, these ones I, I just think it was to send create a sense of unnerving it was yeah it was eerie it was like why is it, it was quiet it was like why is it so yeah. quiet but this this is again what i thought like that the part but then again again this is me nitpicking and i'm not saying it's a fault in the film i'm just i'm just wondering what would happen if that was actually real jurassic park like the park's so fucking big, what's the guarantee that you're gonna see, you're gonna a, dinosaur see a dinosaur? Gate? Yeah, and especially if a dinosaur fucking wanders over to the edge of the reserve where the fences are and gets a fucking bolt, it's gonna not go near there again. Mm. It's gonna avoid the edge of the, like in in realistic world, that's yeah. what they do. It get whacked and things. I just think that. it's to build the tension. I don't yeah. think it's done for any purpose at this point. But and I suppose I never knew they were gonna make a Jurassic World later on. But it sort of does serve the purpose in Jurassic World of making the Indominus Rex different from the T Rex and the yeah. Velociraptors. So, what made me laugh as well, just a little, um, oh no, not bad before that, and they also bring a goat out of bait, which is also really yeah. sad, and this goat's not even able to run, it's just tied to yeah, a post, up. and it makes me so sad, but anyway, this girl is like, 
the, the daughter, Le- granddaughter Lex, she's like, I'm a vegetarian. And he's like, what's up, kid? You never had lamb chops? And she's like, I'm a vegetarian. She's not a fucking vegetarian because she's about to eat jelly later on and that's made out of cow hooves. Ooh, or pig hooves, whichever they are. Oh. And I was just like, bullshit, Lex, bullshit. <laughs> and so I discovered a plot hole in Jurassic Park and I'm really proud. So uh, Dr. Ellen gets out of the car and the rest do too because they're not seeing much and then they're distracted and they see a sick triceratops. This bit is just makes me so emotional as well. Yeah. And it's just the bit where he's laid... He's laid on belly. its belly it and it's breathing in and out. That, that would have been incredible. a mechanical creation. Like, that's not bullshit. They'd have made that. It just looks insane. Yeah. it's. I, I just think it's phenomenal. But they think that the plants are making them sick and she has to delve into the poop and it's not the plants. Bit of an irrelevant plot point because we never actually realised what was up with that dinosaur because they were talking about every six weeks. But... Maybe, maybe, maybe it's to do with insinuating something that they're not supposed to be here anymore. Like the, the world. Oh the yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to get at. But like oh, said, I remember. Sorry, I remember what it is. What, what is wrong with the dinosaur? Because it's a book. This was based on a book. Right. Uh, the dinosaur was eating rocks, and because the rocks were getting clogged up, it took about six weeks for them to dissolve and things like that, which was why they couldn't see any other seeds of the right. plant in there because it was the crushed rocks that they were eating. That was what it was. But yeah, it's a metaphor for the idea they're not just Yeah, they're not, they're not meant to be here anymore. It's their time's gone. So, Dennis is working with the guy who we saw previously to cut the power, and the security systems are uh, down, and it's the time where he's about to start stealing the dino DNA. So, he goes into the place, and it's just so easy to get into, because he's just like, open the door casually. You'd have thought they'd have had security in there and yeah. stuff like that. But he cracks open these two portal things, plucks out a couple of DNA samples and because he's overridden the system and he's such a shit liar as well by the way he proper nearly fluffs himself up he's like I'm just going to go get a can of soda because I want something sweet and I want something salty now yeah. settle me and he you know he makes this big beef out of it and Samuel L. Jackson and fucking Richard Attenborough are just like what what are you talking about yeah. but he ends up going and because he's overridden the security it means that all the electric wires are off the cars stop working and so Lex finds a torch and she's shining it and it attracts the T-Rex yeah. who comes through. Now this T-Rex looks fucking, fucking amazing. Mental, so and I good. love T-Rexes. I it, just it, think they're amazing. It, it looks... Like if I saw that in a film released last week, I'd think, fuck me, that looks good. So yeah. it's well, it's because they, they use practical effects. Like that, that T-Rex was actually there. Like Obviously it's mechanical, but fuck that shot at the end when it's in the museum in place of the skeleton of the T-Rex. It's fucking unreal. I ever told you, have I ever told you about the scary bit featuring Jurassic Park? What? The scary house featuring Jurassic Park. Have I ever told you the story? No. I'm going to settle in now. It's quite a funny one. It's quite quick, but it is hilarious and relevant. So in Scarborough, there's a, uh, a haunted house called Tower of Horror or Tower of Terror or something like that. And it's basically scenes from all the different films. And it's just a scare maze. And it was, t- me and my friend Holly went and it was £2 a go. And we were like, it's going to be shit, it's £2 a go. So we were walking through. I jumped a little bit. There were like bursts of air and stuff like that. It was quite creepy. It wasn't too bad. And we got to the Jurassic Park bit. And I nudged Holly and I was like, fucking Jurassic Park's not a horror film. What are they doing? And we walked through and you had to walk across this rope bridge. And so you walked across this rope bridge and they said, stand in the middle of the rope bridge and look towards the greenery. So we were looking towards the screenery and uh, you could hear like the, 
of like the raptors and mm. stuff like that. And I saw these two raptors from the side bush and I sort of looked at Holly and I was like, they're going to jump out. Well, fuck me. Out of nowhere, this massive T-Rex head just dropped down and roared. I shit myself. I hit Holly because I was running past her. I nearly bruised Holly's head because I just, I, I swung myself around and I never screamed so loud in my life. And the picture actually shows me smacking Holly across the head as I ran <laughs> because I've never been that frightened. But I will never again say that Jurassic Park is not a horror film because that was the scariest shit I have ever seen in my life. And I tried to YouTube it to find the walkthrough and I did find it. And when I actually looked at it, I was like, well, that was a bag of wank. But it was because they'd had a, they'd had a false like little Lauren of thinking the raptors were going to pop yeah. out. And then this fucking T-Rex head came chomping down at you. It was literally the worst thing ever. Sorry, we bounced around on that end. No, I just got trapped. Yeah, I was listening. I just got trapped in a fucking void of ripping paper then. I know, it's going to pick up. Nah. It will. I it bet will. you it's picked up. I bet you are not I bet you were fiber. You can out. see, you can see it I'm picked up. Flat lines. I don't know. I think Trust it's going to pick up. Right, yeah, there, don't, anyway. say, don't say anything. Oh, it, it does. Yeah, it picks tiny. up. I told you. Want you you want to hear that though. So... <laughs> After that, Dennis ends up crashing the car because the storm's so bad. And he leaves the door open and then goes to tow his own car back with a leak because he's fallen down this like mudslide wall, yeah. mini waterfall thing. And can I just say it, may I add as well, when he goes, um, the, the, I think it's the Dil Dilophosaurus uh, comes in. And I, I think, I respect dinosaurs. I love them. I think they're amazing. But I also think they're very beautiful creatures. I mean, I know they've got sharp teeth and stuff, but I just think they're stunning. Like, yeah, the way they, they, they do, are. They do look good. And the, there's this one dinosaur, and he tries to play fetch with the fucking dinosaur. And he's yeah. like, fetch the stick, fetch the stick. And it is quite funny where he's like, um, no wonder you're extinct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it reminded me of Georgie. You know, when you'd like go to watch the stick and you just, just it, watch yeah. it. So he ends up getting... Um, the tar on his body and then he ends up going back into the truck and there's another Dilophosaurus yeah. in there and he gets tar in his eyes and it burns, it's sort of like a poisonous spit and yeah. it would blind him and then obviously the dinosaur's going to rip his face off. Quick fact though, it, the Dilophosaurus it's completely inaccurate, it never spits poison, it's not a traitor that dinosaur they just did it to make it more authentic but that, that's, that's strange as a, as a film. Yeah, that was never that. that that's not what a Dilophosaurus does. Sorry, quick drink. So yeah. at this point, they're all being uh, the the T Rex is attacking the kids. It's attacking the car and stuff like that. And the car is left hanging in a tree. Alan goes to save him. There's a race down to the bottom because the car's fallen. Sorry, just in the first place. The, the, and I know he makes comment on it later on about I sh what we should have had locks on them doors. You fucking would have. No insurance policy would allow. Like I know they're trying to get the investors involved, but if you said, "Oh yeah, we've got cars that go around the park, but the doors can open freely yeah. at any point," they'd be like, "Well, no, you're getting them locked up." Yeah. So that that was one that that there's two things in this film that bugs me. One, the fact that they didn't have locks on them doors because that. Like, I know it's easy to look deeper into films and think, "Oh, that's not that's not accurate," but it's like, yeah, but who's really looking into it that deep? But when a theme park that's going to be filled with predominantly kids who are excited and want to run about to have doors that go around the park that you can just open and run out yeah definitely it's bullshit and also the fact that they didn't have and it made it even worse that later on they found radios like there was always yeah. radios there but 
every, every, any name one theme park you've been to in your life where not every member of staff has a radio where they can contact can't. each other. Exactly. So I just thought, I know it would interfere with the plot because then it won't matter. That Proper Pleasure Island. That they, <laughs> no, even they fucking had them. Like, pleasure Island had it, then everybody's got it. So it, it, I know it would have interfered with the plot with the phone lines, but I just thought, it, it, it annoyed me even more when they had radios the whole time because you'd have thought, surely as soon as shit hits a fan, everyone grab a radio and go do your thing. Like they let them go reset the breakers. Oh no, they got the radios for resetting the breakers. But when, when they went out to look for them, they didn't fucking didn't take, didn't take radios. Yeah, and so that that's a point as well. So I've sort of skipped past the massive bit. So there's like a massive scene with the T-Rex where he's like torturing these kids and like trying to bite down yeah. on them. And well, torturing is the wrong word because he's just doing what he's it's supposed to do. It's yeah. not it's not doing any... Well, I'd say she because she's a she. So uh, Dr. Grant has used a flare to sort of try and ward them off. But then Dr. Malcolm grabs... Another flare yeah, and runs off with it. He gets launched into the toilets, and the lawyer previously ran into the toilets, and so this lawyer then has the toilets knocked down yeah, yeah. on him, and he gets bitten and killed. Yeah. So, T Rex has done this. Blah blah blah. The car's left hanging in a tree. Alan goes to save Tim, who's the grandson, and it's a race down to the bottom because the car's falling down as well. In the meantime, Ellie uh, finds Jeff, and they prop him onto the car, and he's broken his knee. Yeah. And there's a T-Rex chase. Now, if that isn't mm. a fucking idea good. for a ride... Yeah, it looks good, that. Like, what is? Like, that would be incredible. And uh, it's just the little quippy mates where he gets away from it. He's like, I think they'll have that on the tour. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the one just before that like, when they find him. And he says, um, what is it he says? Uh, da, 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 da. Remind me to thank John for a lovely weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he is yeah, good. For, he's, he's got he's some good one-liners. So at this point, Alan, Lex, and Tim climb up in a tree to rest. They're all together. All of them are alive by some sort of fucking miracle. And there's a beautiful Brachiosaurus moment where they're all sitting in the tree and they're watching them. And, you know, he randomly makes a Brachiosaurus noise with his hands. Yeah, that's just like, why do you know how to do that? (laughs) You don't even know what they sound like. And... uh, Tim's like, what do you call the what do you call a blind dinosaur? Do you think it's our us? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's quite good. I like the dog one as well. What do you call a blind dinosaur's dog? Do you think it's our rex? <laughs> I like that. But after that, Dr. Hammond is crushed because all this has happened. He genuinely does look really sorry. You're on about the scene where he's sat having with his, his ice meal. cream. I yeah, I do I look I like the character. I just didn't really get this scene. I was kinda like I was kinda left a bit astounded, like they're just sat there eating. There's no plan to go ahead. Like she knows that, um, what's his face? Alan. The kids are gone. Like why? Why is there no urgency? Why are they sat there eating? Fucking! I just thought it's like the free the freezer's off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, ju- I just thought like this is such a bizarre scene because the they now know that the the fences have been ripped down because up because all the cameras and like got cut off. They didn't actually know that the the dinosaurs had escaped their chosen zones. Yeah, and that the fences were down until. What, what's her face? Ellie. Ellie returns back and is able to you tell him. You are so shit with me. So what, what do they do when they tell, when they tell him, oh, they just sit down at the table and start eating? Not yeah. fucking hell, we need to go find them, we need to go help them. I just thought, it's just a weird scene, like how there's no urgency about them. I just feel, I, I think they have to wait it out in the storm because they could barely see anything and it was like, they, they needed light, essentially. And it, it, just, it just felt like a, a touching scene that was supposed to be in there, which worked, but it... it, it that should have happened before she went out to find them. Yeah. Like, and then, 
if it, his grandchildren are missing and he's sat there eating ice cream, you'd be doing everything you can to try and sort it out, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. It's it's misplaced, I think, but I, I see what they were trying to do. So there's a scene where they feed the Brachiosaurus and Lex gets the courage to stroke it and it sneezes on it. That's fucking disgusting. It made, like, even as a kid, I, I remember it made me feel squeamish, but as an adult, I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> it was gross. So it's brought into conversation as well that she knows a way around a computer and they call she says, I'm not a, I'm not a computer nerd, I'm a hacker. Yeah. And that serves later on in the film. Yeah. And I like how they just put it in there. It's not like she randomly had the knowledge all of a sudden. Yeah, they had to because otherwise they'd have been, well, the audience would have been furious or some of us. If they'd have, if she'd have just known how to hack into this computer, which she's sat there saying no one else in the world, like Dennis was saying, like no one else knows how to do this but me. Yeah. Like you won't find anyone else to do it. It, it still is a bit far-fetched, but I, did, I didn't mind it. But then we learn that the dinosaurs are breeding because there's eggs on the floor. And the pro- thing that's happened is they've mixed dinosaur DNA with frog DNA and there's some West African frogs that can change gender in a single-sex environment. Again, very plausible, which I, I love the fact that they made it explainable as to why there was breeding. But I don't like the fact that... What's his name? Dr. Allen. Dr. Allen. Dr. Allen just knows as much about frogs as well. I'm like, well, how many animals do you know about? Like he's, a, he's a dinosaur expert. Like, why does he know fucking about this rare species of frog that can change its gender? Like, yeah. he could do, but I just thought, would, would you know that? Like, shouldn't you be studying dinosaurs, mate? It's kind of your job. <laughs> don't, don't be reading books on fucking frogs. So they have to override the system by shutting everything down because he's this Dennis has hacked in. And so, like, Samuel L. Jackson's character is trying to unlock it and he's like, uh-uh-uh, you haven't said the magic word, uh-uh-uh. And yeah. that's all I remembered as a kid. I remember that as a kid, yeah. Yeah. And so they have to they have to override the full system which means they shut everything down and then Ellie's got to go and sort of turn everything back on yeah. and it made me laugh this bit because when she's like because Hammond's like it ought to be me going I'm a, I'm a and you're a and she's, she's like let's, let's put this blatant sexism yeah. to rest later shall we and I was like yeah because you've done so fucking great yeah. so far just before this scene as well there's this um Galilla mines running in herds and Alan and Lex and Timmy are watching them and he's like oh yeah they change pace and they change direction really rapidly when there's a predator about and all of a sudden the fucking T-Rex comes <laughs> swimming in yeah, takes like, one I, I of them out that. and she's like no I'd really like to go now but yeah Ellie has to go to the power station and uh, Muldoon's like I'll come with you we'll go together so the raptors are actually hunting Ellie and Muldoon and Ellie does manage to get to the shed, but only because Muldoon's like, you need to move. Yeah, now. he sacrifices himself for her, which is fair enough. But I think it's very clever what happens later on. So Alan fakes being electrocuted, which I thought was yeah, the fucking funniest thing. Where he's like, yeah. and the kids are absolutely shitting yeah. themselves. And the, the she's, she's trying to find a way through and she turns on all the switches. She has to ramp up the system, blah, 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 blah. It was fairly accurate. Was it? It was, yeah. Were was you quite, happy? I was quite impressed by some of it. Like the circuit breaker, when you when there's that much power involved, circuit breaker does require like some sort of pumping to charge it up. So I was, I, I, I'm glad it wasn't just a big lever that they turned down. It was actually, it was actually relatively accurate. And it's impressed. so tense because you're seeing them climbing yeah. this electric fence and you know about, like it's like two from the bottom, the patrol fences, yeah. and you see her pushing them all down and you're like, shit, shit, are they going to get off it? And then Tim gets electrocuted and he just gets blown yeah. back. And luckily, Alan catches him because he electric did have it. Electric back. Electric shock. Well, it might have been, it depends if he died or not. Maybe he did die. He wasn't breathing. Yeah, but it depends whether he was dead. 
That that isn't that isn't un, unheard of to survive, by the way. Like it's, it's fucking unlikely. It's unlikely, but vaults don't kill your amps. That kid's been through some shit. <laughs> vault, are vaults like you have vaults and amps with electricity. Vaults are what fucking give you a whack. That's like the the bang. Whereas the amps are what kill you. There, what go through your fucking heart and stuff. Jeez. So like so a, a fence like it's not it's obviously not there to kill. It's there to warm things. So it's a very they make it a very high voltage but a very low current. So it's the current. Don't kill you, but the voltage. But then again, they're made for dinosaurs, so it would have still been a very big whack on a little bar. So explain to me. But it would have been survivable. Explain to me, because I've always wanted to know this. Electric chairs, you know, like the ones you get at arcades and stuff. Yeah. Where it, you have to hold on to it. What the fuck's that about? I don't. I don't know it. I don't know if they are electrocuting you. I don't know. I don't know if they have the fucking authority to do that. Like, because like people, if people have pacemakers in or something. Do you, know you think I mean? it's just really I think, heavy I th- I think vibration? I think it's more, it's more a stimulation of something than it is actually being electric, electric shocked. Because you, you can't... You, you can't. But you never see them around anymore. You don't, but you can't. You, you couldn't have done that. You can't put a chair in that and electrocute because it, people might have underlying issues that they don't know about yet. So I, I think you're right. I think it's just like a... It's more of a... Really heavy, but like yeah, it's, swift it's vibration. Like, it's like a stimulation of, of being electrocuted, but actually not being electrocuted. And this bit's really good because it cuts back to Ellie who's really chuffed with herself and she's like, I think we're back in business and all of a sudden this fucking raptor yeah, comes out at her scary. and she shits herself. And that scared Ms. the fuck out of me, that bit. That yeah, it is scary. scary. And then Mr. Arnold's hand comes down and she's like, oh, Mr. Arnold. And it's his whole fucking yeah. arm and so he's dead. And uh, after that, this bit, this bit's like one of my favourite quotes. So Ellie runs, Muldoon is tracking the raptors and he sees a raptor in the bushes and uh, he's about to shoot and then he looks to the side and the other raptor's yeah. there. So they were using the raptor as bait yeah. just as Muldoon did to Ellie a minute ago. He said, you run, I'll stay here. Yeah. So Ellie ran uh, and then yeah, raptors learned from yeah. it. So they reverse charge and it's just a bit where he's like, clever girl. Yeah. And I, whenever I, never, I, I never say really anything... I said clever girl, but that does make sense. Yeah, because they, they watched they what they did yeah. and imitated it and I just thought it was so clever. So, uh, the kids, I, I, uh, the kids were very good in this, and that's an insane amount of food in that fucking hall. I'll never yeah. understand this. That was a lot of uh, out of all these things in the film. Considering like, it's only a very me. small tour they booked in the first place, why yeah. is there that much food out? There's so much food, and it's been there, it must have been there a while because the chefs and that all left, didn't they? Mm. Um, and that storm happened overnight, so it's been left out for we're talking hours. So it's but, been stale, boy. But the rat of Madrid, I don't think they care at this point. Yeah. So the raptors in the kitchen scene is so good that as is, well. That, that is better than some slasher chase scene. It's, like, so, it's so intense. intense yeah. And it's chasing them all over, but they manage to lock one in the freezer, but then there's still one around. Yeah. And they uh, they reunite Alan, Ellie, Lex and Timmy, and they go into the control room, but at this point in the control room, they try and lock the door, but the raptor's chasing them, and it just manages to get its like claw yeah. on the door and they can't lock the door and because the security systems needs yeah, he's logging on to logging it. On yeah, to he's found the right files or something. And then Lex is like, yeah but um, I, this looks like one of the units I do and I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah, this is a bit where I'm like, oh, like For really? real though, if a kid can do it, that park is fucked. That's what I mean, I was like, eh, really? If a kid can hack into it, there's no way an adult That's the only bit when I thought, I'd rather them have done it by pure chance, do you yeah. know what I mean, rather than her knowing what she's doing. So, they're climbing through, they end up having to climb through vents, but a raptor brings up the panel and nearly drops 
like straight through it, but and they end up like on the T Rex skeleton and then fall. Again, the it's solid, skeleton. solid chase scenes. It really is. solid chase scenes. It falls and the raptors are about to fuck them up. Like this was the last thing, but then the T Rex comes in and saves it because yeah. the T Rex is the hero. Yeah, it is. It, but that, I think that's such a big part of the film to emphasize that it's not. They're not trying to make dinosaurs look bad. Dinosaurs just doing what dinosaurs do. Yeah. So once the T-Rex has like chomped on the raptors and all is well and good with the world, there's just that scene where the Jurassic Park banner falls in front of it and yeah, it that, lets that out this roar. Unreal. It's incredible. Such a good shot, that. Yeah, it's really good. And they escape the island with Hammond and the kids fall asleep on the helicopter with Alan. And the final soundtrack just... really emotional good film yeah it's really a really good film good to watch again. so here we go behind the scenes facts and the uh, i have loads so budget first oh 6.8 million 63 million us dollars Fucking think about hell. what they have yeah, to do know, and they were well-known actors were they yeah you know how bad i am with actors box office box office made what a hundred and 26 million. 1.034 billion US dollars. Jesus. That's a it, thing. I think that's the furthest that's, I've ever that, And that's the highest like amount that we've ever had on here, I think. So, behind the scenes facts. The T-Rex often malfunctioned because of the rain. And one of the producers says, we'd be eating lunch and it would suddenly come alive and it would be terrifying. And, like, <laughs> it shit the life out of everyone. The T-Rex's sounds were a mixture of dog, penguin, alligator and elephant sounds. And they've been used in many films since. Yeah. Like, they've just replicated it. Uh, Hurricane Iniki hit whilst filming, causing all the cast and crew to move into the ballroom of the hotel they were staying at. All except Richard Attenborough, who played John Hammond, who stayed in his hotel room and slept through the entire event. When asked how he did it, he said, my dear boy, I survived the blitz. Okay, now. So he slept through it like yeah. one of the biggest hurricanes. In 2005, a paleontologist found red blood cells and soft tissue in fossilised bones of a T-Rex, meaning dinosaur cloning isn't beyond the realms of possibility. Mm. Laura Dern, who plays Ellie, and Jeff Goldblum, who plays Malcolm, began a romantic relationship after meeting on the movie. They were engaged for two years before they split, but Goldblum is known for having relationships with co-stars. All the cast were given a raptor model signed by Spielberg, which was like a proper size raptor. So like it's like a statue sort That's of sick. height. And like people keep it in the house at the front door and stuff like That's that. Good. People are all fun about it. Uh, Ariana Richards, who played Lex, the granddaughter, was upset by the fact that Alan, Muldoon, uh, Sattler, Nedry, Tim and Malcolm all had an action figure, figure produced, but not her. Oh. Yeah, which I think is a bit yeah, shitty. And Ellie fun. didn't get one either, which is a bit sexist, but... We'll go with it. When Dr. Allen used the flare to distract the dinosaur, some burning phosphorus got under his watch and took a huge chunk off of his skin off. Yeah. The storm overpowering the park has been read to be a, the movie theme for trying and failing to control nature. Yeah. Fandango worked... This is amazing. This, oh, this is my favourite fact. Fandango worked out that to build the park, it would cost roughly $23 billion, $400,000 and to keep it running and maintained and staffed it would cost around 11.9 billion a year Jesus I think it'd be worth it oh they'd earn the money they'd earn the money it'd, be, it'd, be the, it'd be the most popular thing in the world yeah. being able to see dinosaurs and lastly there is a body count of five just like Spielberg's other masterpiece Jaws mm, nice 
So, my would you rather for this week, it's not a would you rather. <laughs> we had many would you rathers yes, uh, last week's episode. Yeah, we did. What is one film you'd like to see remade and one film you think shouldn't ever be touched? Oh, that is a fucking good one. Do you want to pause and think? Yeah. Right. right, so I've got them, and you're going to think they're so fucking weird. You get, Well, the, the first one, you definitely, definitely, definitely is going to think weird. Okay. But I also think you're going to fully, completely agree with me. Okay. Film that should never be remade, The Wizard of Oz. Good, good, very fucking good one, hands just down leave, that one. Just leave that as it is. It's it's classic for a It reason. is a classic. And I think it is a film that someone could try remake, and I think that's... Well, people have tried it. in various and forms, do, do you know I, mean? I, I mean, like a big production company yeah. like, remake the first film, like... And then one that I would like to see redone again is the original Predator, because it it, it okay. uh, it's got everything you want in it, but Just because of how much more high tech things are now, and it's a film about fucking eight like an alien species coming to hunt humans. I just think it could be fucking done like yeah, it just look good. Yeah, so I crossed it out very quickly because I thought of one off the cuff that I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'd like to see that. So originally, I would like Jaws to be remade. Yeah, I, don't, I was thinking Jaws. I, I know people are like, oh my god, it's a classic, don't ever do that. But, like, it, a Jaws made sharks scary. Yeah. Like, it turned a whole world mm. against sharks. And as awful as that is, because sharks are not evil creatures, like, I'm not saying they are. Like, it was just so influential, but it is dated. Yeah. So I would like to see, like, a bigger impact of Jaws. But then I crossed it out because I thought of it off the cuff, and I was like, oh, God, no, I would like to see that remade. Labyrinth. Yeah. I feel would be excellently remade, but they'd have to really... They'd have to really do it some justice, because obviously David Bowie died. Yeah. And, like, he was the Goblin King. He was incredible at it, and a beautiful man in that film. But he, uh, you know, it, they'd have to really yeah. do some work to it. And a film I don't think should ever be remade is the Titanic. I yeah, feel like that is just one, what it yeah. is. Like James Cameron did an incredible you'll, you'll job. Never, you'll, you'll never top the actors no. in that film, and yeah, I agree with that. No, and there, there's just, nothing more that can be improved about yeah. it. Like you can't, it was perfect. yeah, you can't add on to it. It uh, actually another fun fact that I didn't put down, but I do remember it. Uh, it only Jurassic Park only held the box office record for a few months until Titanic came in after it because James Cameron, who directed Titanic, originally was going to direct, I wanted to direct Jurassic Park, but he didn't get it, Steven Spielberg did, no. they got the rights to the film, and so he ended up directing Titanic, which overtook Jurassic Park massively. Deserved to. I mean, Jurassic Park's incredible, <laughs> yeah, but Titanic, yeah. like, for, even now it holds up, like, there's no... Titanic, anyone can watch Jurassic incredible. Park, I don't think it's for literally every person. Yeah, but Titanic, it's got something of everything for everyone. But yeah, that so, was my that was my fun fact. And next what would you rather? week's film, Final Destination. <gasps> yeah, I'm, I'm so glad we, we haven't done Final Destination yeah. yet. I love Final Destination until it gets shit. Yeah, the, the one towards the end is good as well, one of the end ones, but the, there's so many in the middle that are just shank. So, yeah. First three are good, up to the roller coaster, I think, <laughs> yeah. and then it started going downhill from there. Alright, so yeah, Final Destination Monday. Okay, we'll see Hope you on Monday. Bye.